0: The Cambridge Marketing Podcast with Kieran Kapoor brought to you by Cambridge Marketing College. See their range of courses and
1: apprenticeships at marketingcollege.com Hello and welcome. This week, thanks to another listener's question, we're talking about podcasting, but specifically about how to get onto somebody else's podcast. I thought this was a really, really great question. We've talked before about the uh, the importance of podcasting in in your brand and in your marketing communications and we've talked about the excitement of podcasting but also the need to do things like the editing
0: you listen to things three times with different ears so the first time i'm i'm listening technically So I'm making sure that everything's sonically balanced. So everyone's as loud as each other. I'm making sure that there aren't any sort of distractions and stuff like that happening. And there are no edits that need to come out. So there's no one sworn or no one stopped and started again. The second time, you're then listening to the content. So you're making sure that, as I said, everything adds something. And if it doesn't, does does it need to be in? And if it doesn't, it's coming out so that's the second edit and then the third edit is just a bit of polish really so it's just you know looking at the timing going okay is this podcast too long or is it about right for runtime is there anything else that i think i could take out and then in that third sweep that tends to be when we pick the clips that we use for um any billboard that we might run at the start so yes three three times
1: and more from daniel who's editing this podcast later in the show and also the importance of finding a
2: style of a podcast. We've been holding our breath since May, impatiently waiting for Justice Stain's decision, trying to fill the Wagatha-sized gap with Love Island drama and parliamentary gossip. But the moment has finally arrived. The High Court has made its final judgment. I'm Abby Clark, and this is... It's Wagatha Christie. The Verdict on Radio 5 Live and BBC Sounds. I'm not going to lie guys I'm in the middle of the busiest day but Wagatha waits for no woman and I have pulled out all the stops for this long-awaited moment The Verdict I've assembled an elite team of past Wagatha Christie experts to take us through Judge Stain's decision and what it could mean for Colleen Rooney and Rebecca Vardy Think Ocean's Eleven, but Abby's Three. And rather than a heist, it's courtroom analysis. OK, yeah, it's nothing like Ocean's Eleven, but it will be just as gripping.
1: So there you had a sort of high octane, very energetic, very youthful sounding podcast. And here is a different one.
0: Hello, and welcome to Your Dead to Me, the Radio 4 comedy podcast that takes history seriously. My name is Greg Jenner. I'm a public historian, author, broadcaster, and former nerd on the BBC comedy show Horrible Histories.
1: And we'll come back to that as an important thing about choosing the podcast that you want to be invited on to speak a bit later on. So my question is said that they understood the value of podcasts. They understood that it it allowed them to tell a good brand story. It allowed them to get inside the listeners ears. But they really did feel that the podcast itself was a bit more work than they wanted. And they'd quite like to be involved, but they quite like somebody else to do the work. So in order to explore this, we're going to look at the podcast landscape and the type of podcasts that are available to you. then we're going to explore a little bit about the sort of questions you should be thinking about when you're targeting a podcast that you would like to appear on. We're going to look at what might hold you back from doing this. And then there's some tips about how to approach a podcast host to make the host go, oh yes, you're somebody I want to, I want to have on. So a quick look at the type of podcast and the podcast landscape in the world. And I should warn you that the numbers around podcasting can get quite mind blowing quite quickly. So as of June this year, there were 2.4 million podcasts in the world and that was growing regularly. And the figure I really like from that is that there were 2.4 million podcasts, there were 66 million podcast episodes. So to put that in context, 66 million is the entire of the UK population. So there there was in June this year, a podcast episode for every person in the entire of the United Kingdom. And it's growing massively. Um, The most popular type of podcasts is comedy. Then it tends to be sport and religious programs. And that after that, you get into the sort of um, the more niche areas. True crime is very popular, things around celebrities. um, And then you start looking at the sort of perhaps the areas that brands might be considering the more documentary style, the more business orientated. Podcast listening is international and it's growing in popularity around the world. I'm always amazed by the sheer variety of countries that listeners to this podcast come from, it's very easy to find a podcast that suits you from around the world. The largest audience for podcasts is in the United States. The fastest growing geographic area for podcast listening is Latin America. The highest penetration of podcasts, i.e. the number of podcasts per person that they listen to is Scandinavia. And podcasts are a really good way to reach listeners who are younger. There's a good reach of podcasts in the under 30s. Um, I took all these figures from Buzzsprout, which is um, hosts the largest number of podcasts in the world, um, 85,000 and growing. Given that backdrop and the sheer number of podcasts there are in the world, what might hold you back from approaching a podcast or thinking that you could go on a podcast. And there are two things that I I hear about when people talk to me about podcasting. One is worrying about having something to say. And the second is worrying about you might not have the right voice to say it in. So let's tackle the first of those first. You're going on to talk about your organisation or your brand. So you need to look inwardly about what are the key stories that other people might want to know about. Um, you may be very excited that your company has a has a new product, but that may not be particularly exciting for other people. So think about a story around it. Is there a good story about how you develop that product? Is there a good story about the marketplace that you're going to with that product? Is Are there some interesting nuggets and stories? And remember, this is a podcast interview that you're aiming for. You need something that you can develop over 10 minutes, 20 minutes, 30 minutes. Average length for a podcast is usually between 20 and 40 minutes internationally, if you look at all the podcasts available. Some are much longer, some are shorter, but you're probably thinking about between 20 and 40 minutes. So you need a story that you can sustain over that period of time. Maybe you've got an interesting background story as to how you got into your industry. Maybe there's a whole new area of industry that's happening. So interviewees I've had on before, the lovely Carla Crocombe, who launched Safety Rocks, which is a health and safety training company. There's a very interesting backstory as to how she got into that, why she thought it was important. We've had... People are talking about vertical farming and container container marketing. Again, not an area one would think about. So it's an interesting area for the audience. So you need to think about something that you can talk about that would be interesting to other people and that you have a a passion or an expertise on. The next thing to think about is are you worried that maybe you don't come across well? So let's ask the expert about that one. Daniel Fox, editor of this podcast. Daniel what do you listen for when you're um when i say or oh, somebody's coming on the podcast does the voice matter
0: no not at all i mean, it's literally the the least important thing uh, i come from a radio background and we have a, a saying which has almost become a cliche over the years which is content is king and it's it's all about what that person is coming on to say and to, to talk about their message how they communicate it and yes the voice is how they do communicate their story but it is honestly not anywhere near as important as as people think so if you think that you'd like to contribute to podcasts or even start a podcast but you say well i don't speak in received pronunciation that doesn't matter anymore take comfort from a couple of examples that i always use jonathan ross uh, was one of the highest-rating broadcasters on BBC Radio 2. Jonathan Ross famously um, has a problem with his Rs.
2: I think he's going to flounce
0: his way right back into our hearts. Uh, Graham Coxon is on the show. He used to be in Blur. Of course, he's had many successful solo albums, his last one being An Especially Fine Venture. Mm. Uh, we've been playing their singles, is it Freak? Freaking Out? Yeah. Freaking Out, it's great single. And uh, listeners to BBC Radio 4 will um, know Neil Nunes, who is one of their continuity announcers, who has a very strong... Caribbean accent but he also has a brilliant voice as well there was a, a lot of controversy when he joined the network in 2006. rain or sleet then wintry showers moderate or good occasionally very poor later fisher West but actually very quickly he became part of the the fabric of of that radio network so first of all don't worry about your voice it is it is content that is king and, and remember that podcasts are the great democratizer if you like of, of broadcasting anybody can now do it um, so it's not just for those who went to a good school and speak and received pronunciation radios moved on from that but podcasts never ever had that they never started from that point so um, I think just have a plan and he says that not having a plan about what he's talking about now but um, I would always say the the way a programme flows is really important, so do have a plan as to how you're going to go from you know perhaps one guest to another or from one theme to another, because those segues do matter. Um, if you do think that you struggle with your voice, um, just slow down. That's all, all I would ever say to anyone, is is, is speak clearly, speak slowly. And if your content is engaging, it's not only that listeners will forgive you an accent or a speech impediment, they just won't hear it.
1: And um- you mentioned speaking um, slowly and clearly. Is that something people should should practice? If I'm approaching another podcast and I'm saying, can I come on, should I practice making certain that I can speak slowly? We all speed up when we're nervous.
0: Yeah, not, not really. Again, not, not really. I think what you come on to say is far, far more important than uh, how, you, how you say it. Now, if you are speaking at 200 miles an hour, your audience is going to struggle to understand what you 're talking about, and therefore you may have a problem but really what you 're looking for in, in a in a podcast is a conversation and that 's something that i'm really proud of uh, in you in that all of our podcasts that we do are are conversational, whether it be with a contributor or whether it be this the sister podcast opinionated marketers with with charles nixon it 's a conversation, and people can either feel like they're eavesdropping on, on that conversation or they can feel that they're part of it and can contribute through feedback channels on social media and things like that. So I, I, I really, I, I wouldn't worry about how slowly people talk. As long as you are understandable in, in normal conversation, you'll be fine on a podcast.
1: And is there anything that makes your heart sing as an editor? With a guest,
0: it used to be when people had been media trained, so they would talk in sound bites and uh, talk in 15, 20-second chunks. That that always used to be really nice. But actually, with podcasts, you you aren't constrained to to any time restrictions at all. And and that's that's why you know if you take MPs, that's why they are media trained because they know that actually their chance to cut through on the on the ten o'clock news or on the radio is is 15 seconds, but podcasts have all the freedom to, to to go into great detail. So actually when somebody has the knowledge and the passion for the subject on which they're they're speaking, that that is what brings me joy. And I, I will I'll never forget there was a, a a podcasting that we did on 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 farming I think back in the summer. Now I come from a rural part of the world. I come from from Suffolk um, I know nothing about farming. And by listening to your podcast, I got a fascinating insight into into that world. So uh, it's, all, it's all about passion for me. Yes, that was the, um,
1: the lovely Richard Kendrick talking about farming and the farming industry.
0: Yeah, and he was, he was a classic example of somebody who, who isn't a broadcaster, um, but he, he had a lovely cheery way about him. Uh, and he was passionate about the subject on which he was here to talk about. And that is all that matters. That will come across just as well as, just as when we say to people who are you know, in telesales or account managing, if you smile, that smile will come across to the person on the other side. It's the, it's the same with, with audio. Uh, if, you're, if you're having a good time, your audience will, will do the same.
1: That's great. Thank you, Daniel. So hopefully we've now convinced you that you need to find a story. You don't need to worry about your voice. How do you find and target your podcasts? So, the first thing to do is to have a search of some uh, podcasting hosting platform. There are a number of them. Um, I personally use listennotes.com. I find it a very good place to search for podcasts in my business area because it's very easily searchable by topic. Having done that, you do need to spend some time. You need to, you found a podcast that looks interesting. As I said, do not necessarily restrict yourself to a, a geographic area. Um, you need to look at the style of the podcast. So as Daniel's just said, this podcast is, is a discussion based, um, but a lot of podcasts will be just one person talking. In fact, that's the most popular style of podcast for podcast creators. Um, It can be an interview format. It can be um, a panel discussion. Um, Clearly, if the podcast format is just the host talking, it's a bit pointless in asking if you can come on as a guest. Um, If there is a guest, look at the style of interview. Is it something that will suit you and your brand? So some interviews are quite combative or argumentative. Others, like mine, tend to be much more of a discussion. Some will be very upbeat some will be much calmer. You need to decide what fits you and what also would fit your brand. If it's a panel discussion, look at the type of guests that are included. It's very, very popular, particularly in some of the mainstream podcasts, to have one of the panel di- um, members is, is a, a comedian and they're there to keep it light and keep it funny. Um, that's fine, but do you mind being teased on air? Do you mind that you've made a serious point and then somebody else um, it cuts in with a joke. If you do, that's not the right style of podcast to target for you. Um, then you need to contact the host and ask if you can come on. Um, Some tips for doing this, give them some key topic areas that you can discuss. If there is a time zone issue, do tell them what time zone you're in. It's nothing more frustrating as a podcast host than thinking that would be a great guest and then realising that you just cannot cannot make the time zone work. I really like to have a clip of you, of the person speaking. Um, it can be links to another podcast, links to a video they've done, links to something else they've done. or Sometimes people have taken the trouble to record me a short message um, that can work really well to a podcast host, particularly if it, you're approaching somebody um, perhaps who's international. Um, and you know, All podcast hosts have egos. It feeds our ego to hear that you cared enough to bother to record a little message and say, can I come on your show? I really enjoy your show. This is the sort of thing I could offer. Um, don't expect a fee. I do get asked that occasionally. Um, If you want one say so, most podcasters don't pay. If there is something you are trying to promote, a a book for example, be upfront about that. Some podcasts are more sales driven than others. Um, Some will allow you to keep referring, in my book I say, in my book I say. I won't allow that on my podcast. For example, I, I, if you're allowed to mention the book, of course, that's part of why you're coming on, but we'd be quite restrictive about the number of times you keep referring to the book. There are so many podcasts to choose, so be selective. You know, don't, don't do a blanket approach. Lastly, if that all still sounds like too much hard work, there are agencies that will find you um, slots on podcasts. Um, they, um, they will charge you, the speaker, a fee to find podcasts for you to appear on. And it's usually a fee will cover so many podcasts to appear. Um, they then do the work of finding the right podcast, contacting the host, setting up the interview times. It will save you a lot of work. Um, podcast hosts quite like it because it's, it's a, an easy approach. It tends to be obviously quite a professional approach, but it does cost you money to appear on podcasts that way. So that's it, go for it. To recap, do your research, think about some topics that you can speak on with authority. Don't worry about, um, about your voice. Just remember to speak slowly and clearly. Approach the host with a clear suggestion and uh, good luck. The Cambridge Marketing Podcast from Cambridge Marketing College. Training marketing and PR professionals across the globe.